point is, is that they would get people to just agree that they don't want anything else. Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Happy Saturday. Uh, I want to give you a quick and tactical uh, training. This is one of my favorite stories uh, of all time from selling stuff. Uh, and this comes from the uh, vaults of Richard Swartz and Mano Swartz Furriers. Uh, they're a fourth generation furrier uh, in Baltimore, and they took over the entire market, really the larger like Maryland, Pennsylvania market, um, just simply doing the boring work and being better at the everyday things. And so Richard Swartz, unknowing, unbeknownst to him, was a, a, a mentor of mine in terms of I just observed a lot of the things that he did in his business. And I started doing back of napkin math when I was 17 or 18. And I was like, dude, this guy kills it. Um, and he was. And I uh, probably still is. Um, and uh, there was one. He's, I, I learned so many things from him. Um, but one of them uh, was getting people to say no to say yes. All right. And so this is a very, very real world tactical um, tidbit that you can use to close sales. Now, there's a specific type of sale that this really applies to, which is, uh, a lot of times bolt-on or, uh, or upsells, right? And these upsells can be incredibly important to the business in terms of driving bottom line profit, liquidating acquisition costs. And so usually these are sales that are not complex sales. These are not necessarily core offer sales. These are sales uh, you know, within the fitness world that might be attributed to supplement sales or meal sales. Or if you were in retail, it'd be like getting someone to buy a scarf with the outfit or... Um, just you know anything along those lines, you know, getting someone to buy orthotics if you're in the in the physical therapy space, or if you're in the dental space, getting them to buy a special kind of extra brace or special toothpaste or whatever, or if you're in the beauty space, you know, night serums that go with your service package, whatever it is, right? The point is, is that usually there's going to be you know one or multiple things that you're going to want to go with your core offer, right? The reason that this this little trick I learned from him is so powerful um, is that it closes like crazy. All right. So if you're used to having like 20, 30 percent of people take upsells, that is a normal amount where people take upsells. And the reason he gets 90 percent plus to take his upsells is because they don't know they're being sold. All right. And so here's the trick and here's how it works. And I mean, you can take this to the bank like it works. OK. And I'll give you the example uh, that they used uh, at, at, at Mano. And so somebody would come in. And so every year, if you bought a fur coat, you would have to store it. Right. And they made they killed it on storage. But anyways. So people would come in. So basically, they'd sell someone a car, essentially, because that's how much a you know, fur coat is. So they'd sell someone a car. And then uh, every year, they would maintain that customer relationship by getting them to come back in and store their coat uh, during the summer. Because it's not good to you know, keep a uh, really expensive fur in uh, you know, the heat or whatever. Right? That's at least part of the pitch. And so uh, they, everybody brings their fur in to get stored in condition. So they brush them. You know, and I was one of the guys who was brushing them in the freaking warehouse and like spraying these things down. Uh, it was mind-numbing work, but I got to learn a lot while I was there. And so, anyhow, uh, we brushed these coats. And so one of the one of the things one of the promotions you ran as an incentive was get a free pair of uh, fur earmuffs uh, when you store your coat for winter or store your coat for summer. Excuse me. Real quick, guys, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask that I can ever have of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs 
make more money, feed their families, make better products, and have better experiences for their employees and customers. And the only way we do that is if you can rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world for someone else. And so tons of people would come in because they wanted these true real fur uh, earmuffs uh, by bringing it in. And so what what ended up happening is David, his son, would, uh, the person would come in and they'd say, I want to, I would want to do this. And can I get the the fur for earmuffs? And so he would show them the fur earmuffs and then say, well, um, you're like, what we're going to do is uh, store and condition your coat. You don't want anything else, do you? Uh, and they would say, no, I don't want anything else. But the conditioning was an upsell, right? And it's almost even the way I presented it to you just now. It's like, well, you're going to store and condition your coat. But storing the coat versus storing and doing the brush down and doing the, uh, the, the shampooing of the coat uh, is obviously an extra service. But it immediately added a couple hundred bucks to every single coat, and they were doing thousands of coats, right? And so, anywho... Uh, the point is, is that they would get people to just agree that they don't want anything else. Okay. So think about how you can use this strategy, right? There's, there's, there's many ways you can use it, but the something else is the easiest that I can ever see. Right? So let's say you say, Hey, like, this is what you're going to, uh, this is what you need to take, uh, for this weight loss program, right? These are the four supplements you need to take. Now you might have more supplements, right? And you're like, you don't want to buy anything else do you. Right. And then they're going to automatically, a lot of times like, you don't want to buy any more stuff do you. And then they're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to get anything else, right? And by doing that, you automatically close the sale that you just recommended, right? And you can do the same thing uh, in a different way, which would be like, um, hey, uh, you don't want to pay full retail for that, right? And they're going to be like, no, 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 I don't want to pay. It's like, cool, so you want me to send it uh, with this discount to the, you know, the address I have on file? And they'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that, right? And so by doing that, you're getting them to say uh, yes by saying no. And the thing is, is people are so contrarian. People always feel like they're being sold that you actually use that psychological, like it's subconscious. Like they can't even think, they're not even making the thought process. Like they're agreeing because they're so pre-programmed to try not to buy things that they end up buying things. And so you use that psychological bias to your advantage. It's one of the most powerful techniques I have ever seen in sales. Most people get 20 to 30% uptake on their uh, upsells. If you use an assume close tactic like this, you can literally see 90% plus take rates on this, right? And so as a, as to, to wrap up the story, um, when uh, they give them the earmuffs at the, at the Furrier, they would, <laughs> they, would, they would say, well, now that you have those, uh, you're going to need to, to store those and condition those as well. So that'll be you know, an extra whatever. And so what ended up happening is that people would get the, the, free, uh, the free earmuffs, but you'd have to pay to get it stored in conditions to cover the cost of the fur. So um, it was just kind of hilarious because what ended up happening is he'd give it to them. They'd have it in their hand. He'd be like, well, you still need to store it because you just bought your coat here and you're not going to keep these out. So to be to be congruent with the story of, of needing to store the coats, they had to wrap it uh, right underneath the jacket and they would take both of them into the back. And so people would come in, they'd get the earmuffs, they'd hold on to them and they'd put them right back on the coat. And they say, hey, you don't want us to do anything else besides you know storing and conditioning, do you? And they're like, no, 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 I don't want anything else. Like, okay, cool. Well, let's, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. And then they'd inspect the coat real fast. Be like, I want us to take care of this button that's kind of loose. I want us to sew this little seam here. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Do you want anything else to do, right? No, no, no. And so every time, each one of these things, they just keep off selling them. Um, but people are so subconsciously uh, wired to try and say no to upsells 
that they would say yes by saying no. And so uh, you can try and utilize that in your business. Um, I think it works very well with kind of like hand-to-hand small upsells. Um, but a lot of these little small upsells can be massive profit drivers in the business. This is kind of like your fries and coke situation that I'm talking about here. Like this is a lot like you don't make your money on the burger, you make your money on the fries and the coke because there's the high profit margin things, even though it's not the core offer. And a lot of times there's huge pockets of profit that most, especially most small business owners, um, and especially if you're running like a brick and mortar be, uh, uh, service business uh, that you're missing out on. So um, highly recommend using that strategy. If you're like, oh man, I wish I could use this in my business, you can uh, just use your brain and be creative because uh, winners always think, man, I wonder how I could use that in my business and losers think that wouldn't work in my business. My business is different. So decide which one you are and then uh, execute accordingly. Otherwise, lots of love. Hope you guys have an amazing Saturday. Hope that was a value for you. If it is, you know, drop or tag or like or do all the the fun stuff and I hope to see you on the next podcast. All right, catch you soon. Bye.